Yo, what's poppin', man? What up, baby? What up, son? It's your man, Dean Edwards. Are you now tuned into now rockin' with the best? <laughs> rockin' with the Father Market Protocol, man. Welcome to another episode, man. We are here. Here is, you know, the new year continues. We continue to thrive in the new year. How's your new year going so far, y'all? Is is it is it good? Is it is it everything that you wanted it to be? Hmm? Hmm? Let's plug everything real quick. Y'all check this out. Make sure you subscribe, comment, like, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you listening on. Tell your peoples, tag them, forward it, share. All those things you go out and do, you know? Uh make sure you uh you follow at I am Dean Edwards on all social media, because that's who I am. Check out uh, and check me out if I'm coming. If we are coming to your town, if we're coming to get down, make sure you come check us out. Gotham Comedy Club was lit. Is what do the kids say? It was a movie. I I hate that term. It was a movie. That's dumb. That's a dumb term. That's right. I said it. I may sound a little old saying that, but it's, it's a goofy. That's a goofy phrase. Yo, it was a movie. Word. Word was it? Was it a? Uh, was it a <laughs> was it a Spike Lee joint or, or a Tyler Perry joint? Ridley Scott or Jackass? Anyway, um, yo, we got some dates coming up. Y'all, if you around, make sure you come out this weekend. If you in the Rochester, the greater Rochester area, Rochester, Buffalo, even Syracuse, Western New York and Central New York, come check me out. Get at me. I'm at the uh, at comedy on at comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York, downtown on the uh, with my man Harris Stanton, the 18th, 19th, and 20th of January. Uh, um, yo, I'm actually here. This is kind of cool, right? So uh, they booked me last minute. My agent just hit me uh, to do a last minute uh, cruise gig, just one week. Which is actually nice, because I always do two-week runs. I haven't done a four-week run in a long time, happily. Uh, but they asked me to do this two-week, or this one-week run, um, and it turns out... Now, to give you a little backstory, my mother, she cruises a lot. She actually used to sell cruises for um, for Norwegian uh, Cruise Line, which happens to be the cruise line that I gig, gig on. And... Um, and normally she comes out to check me out every year when I headline back home in the city, back at uh, Gotham Comedy Club, MLK Weekend, which is where we always, the same way I've said before, the same way Will Smith used to own Fourth of July Weekend, MLK Weekend is mine in the city. And we shut it down. That's what we do. But unfortunately, my mother wasn't going to be able to make it this this uh, this year because she, she left for a cruise. And she's going to be gone a good amount of January until... The beginning of February, the, f- the first Saturday in February or first Friday, something like that. So, boom. So, check out why does it turn out the the cruise I'm booked on is on the last week of my mother's cruise. How crazy is that? So, I'm, I'm surprising my moms. Love my moms. Love pops, too. But moms are still here. And so, I'm still able to surprise. I'm real happy about that. I, uh, I contacted uh, the, uh, you know, levity entertainment group and, and, uh, thank them for that. I was like, yo, that's a nice surprise, especially with, uh, with the passing of my, uh, me younger sibling, you know, and, and because my mom always would come with, um, 
with my my youngest sibling and uh to gotham so i mean even though my mother couldn't be at gotham this past weekend she's gonna see me at the end of the month it's gonna be a surprise it's gonna be it's gonna be a movie huh nothing no anyway also uh the following month um if you're in the san antonio area that san antonio area you can catch me uh February 8th through February 11th at the LOL Comedy Club in San Antonio. And then uh, that's me solo. And then you can catch me again um, that following week if you're in the uh, Cleveland, Ohio area. It's been been some time since I was back in Cleveland. Last time we were the, we did the uh, Cleveland Improv, we shut it down, sold out a bunch of shows and had some fire. Looking forward to seeing my little nephew. Um, God bless uh, Todd Lynn. Uh, family and and son, um, little Austin. He's he's out there, and hopefully his moms will uh bring bring little Austin out. Little Todd, little Todd is what he looks like. He looks just like Todd, and bring him out uh so that Uncle Harris and Uncle Dean can uh say what's up to him. I haven't seen him in in many many years. It's been, uh, but she actually posted something this morning saying they had small group and someone said he he uh. He's really funny. So I was like, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And she was like, daddy would be proud. And I said, your daddy and his friends and uncles are proud. Uh, you know, so that, that you know, getting, getting a little emotional. So that's where you can catch me. You can check me out. And, uh, you know, apologies because some people were a little disappointed because Artie Fuqua was, um, was supposed to do Gotham. He actually was supposed to do Denver, Gotham, Rochester, and Cleveland with us. I don't know if he's doing Cleveland, but he couldn't do Gotham. And and he, yo, you know what's funny? Yo, you know what's crazy? You know what? I I'll I'll talk about it. So <laughs> now Artie called me while Harris and I was still in in Denver. Right? It all becomes a blur because the brother's been busy. I like that. I like being on the books. Um, like, like looking at the calendar and seeing as little white as possible. Right. And so, uh, so Artie called me, uh, right before we left Denver a week ago and long story short, he, he had pitched something to Tracy Morgan. Tracy liked it and Tracy was like, no, you, y'all, you do it. You do it. And so, uh, so Artie's back, back out there with my man, Tracy back on the road. You know, now it's, it's uh, Mark Theobald, Tracy Ashley, Ruperto Vanderpool, Artie Fuqua, and Tracy Morgan. They're all on the road together. I think they just did Vegas and Lake Tahoe and Money Mayweather. It's funny because Mayweather was there and, and Mark told me that they were all kicking it before the show. And then Mayweather was getting ready to go to his seat and... Nobody, everybody else was acting too cool, acting like they were pairs, and so nobody else would say anything to Mayweather as far as they want them wanting a picture. So Mark was like, uh, "Yo, uh, you mind if I get a picture?" And then everybody was like, "Yo, let me get a picture." You know, so that's funny. Mark, you started something, but they all wanted to. And his look, I, I spoke to Harris about this. I'm like, man, listen, yes, you all are kicking in your peers and and just equals, but. That's one of the greatest that ever did it. And so it's not so it's okay to be a fan too. You know, sometimes I don't want people to misconstrue protocol with uh you know allowing yourself to be human. You know, there's a there's a difference between 
hanging out with with uh, Money Mayweather, and then and then saying, "Hey, uh, can I get a picture?" Versus you being, you know, around. I always use Chris Rock. You being around Chris Rock. You just met him, and he happens to be very. He's talking to other comics that you happen to know, and then you just leaning over to Chris Rock and saying, "Hey, Chris, uh, can I go on the road with you?" Ah, that's a break in the protocol because he was just chilling. He was just chilling, and believe me, people that are celebrities, people that are famous, know that people want pictures of them. They also know that they want to just feel like they're just regular, just just down to earth, but. Most people that, that are in the public eye like the attention and are in the public eye for a reason. So it's okay if you politely say, oh, would you mind if I got a picture? I'm, especially after they just sat and kicked it for 20, 30 minutes and, and were asking, like Mark told me that uh, he asked Floyd Mayweather um, who his greatest opponent was uh, in, his, in his opinion. I think, I think he said Pacquiao, but once, once Manny... Uh, once he figured out Manny Pacquiao's, you know, approach and his style, he was able to, uh, to defeat him, obviously. So, um, but going back anyway, so Artie called me, we, we talked for a good 15, 20 minutes last week. And he tells me that, um, he's not going to be able to go on the road with, with, uh, Harris and I, he couldn't make Denver. He might not be able to make Rochester more than that. He can't do, um, Gotham Comedy Club with us right here in New York City. I was bummed because, uh, you know, I was excited. I know Artie does a great job hosting. I know Chris Rock said while we were shooting top five that even though the, the extras are all getting paid, the extras that are sitting in the comedy club, in the comedy cellar during the comedy club scene, they're all paid to laugh, so they're going to laugh, but Artie's actually taking it like it's a real show. He gets the crowd energy higher than where where just a bunch of actors would be and rock leans over and says to me only Artie could only Artie could do this only Artie could take take a set of paid extras and make it work you know <laughs> and so um so Artie is a, is a special kind of talent man you know hosting is not easy as I spoke about last week you know there's a difference between Getting on stage and just running your material, running through jokes versus connecting with the audience, you know. And so, um, so I, you know, I was, I was, I was disappointed that Artie couldn't make it, but I also understand that you know, there's, there's a different level of excitement flying on a private jet, <laughs> going and performing in these large theaters, meeting Floyd Mayweather and and the Money Team, you know. So I get it. So I'm not, I'm not disappointed at all. I actually joked to Harris. I said. Yeah, I guess you'll be leaving me soon. Trace. <laughs> I said to him that we're going to be hanging out one night in the village and Trace is going to be like, yo, Harris. And Trace, I'm going to sit and talk to Trace. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Harris and I, we've been on the road. We got another date this week. And then Trace, going to wait till I walk away and he's going to look at Harris. Yo, Harris, what you doing this weekend? Oh, man, I, um, you know, Dean and I, we're supposed to go to Cleveland. He's like, oh, word, I got, I got a couple thousand dollars for you, but, you know, go go, go, go with Dean. <laughs> and then, and then, then uh, Harris going to call me like, hey, man. But I get it. I get it. And I, I'm saying it tongue-in-cheek. I'm joking. I'm serious, but I'm joking. And, and I totally, I am not mad when somebody goes to, to do better for themselves and for their family, right? But I got to bust balls because that's what comics do. So, 
Artie told me this last Monday, and uh, and what was it? Uh, I go to pro- go to promote the shows. I promote it on Monday. Matter of fact, Artie called me right after I put up the poster on my social media and his face. I like putting up my people's faces too. A because it creates synergy. B because you know they on the shows too, and 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 why shouldn't people know they 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 gigging rocking out? You know they my they my friends. They are my friends and and fam. So I want everybody to get some burn. Now the pictures aren't going to be as big as mine. You know I'm the main course, but uh, you can't be mad that I'm uh that your pictures are smaller. I remember one time. Shout out to my my boy. Uh, Darren Van, because <laughs> he had one time he had Harris's face looking like a thumbnail, like that joint was tiny. You know, the post that Harris said something, so I, so I said to him next time I had posters done, I was like, "Hey, could you could you maybe make his face a little bigger? Right now, if it was a font size, you have font size four. Could you make it maybe a fourteen, an eighteen? So he he raised the the sizes up. Um, I put I put my boys on on the on the poster too, man. Why not? Uh, they have fans. They got people that uh, want to check them out too. Um, that way, and that way, they can they can promote the shows as well. You know, they 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 each have uh, their own followings as well. I never minded sharing the spotlight because I, I know I know what I do on a stage, and so I, I'm not I'm not so insecure. And that's not to say everybody that doesn't put their uh, features and and hosts on on the uh, poster is insecure, but I am saying you'll never have to worry about me not wanting to give give my friends and, and comics that are deserving some some respectable burn and acknowledgement. It, it just, uh, you know, uh, if, as, as if I'm a leader, then I want to lead by example. I want to make sure everybody uh, feels like they're part of the team, you know. So um, that was Monday. So I think Friday comes... Friday last week, I had no media. I was very disappointed because uh, the 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 publicists, for whatever reason, they weren't able to get me any in studios except with uh, my man Pete Dominic, uh, for Pete Dominic show on Sirius XM, and Pete was having me come up on uh, on Friday Friday morning around around ten o'clock, and I was I was late. That I, actually the protocol this week, y'all should know. There's no such thing as early. There's on time and late. So if you got to be there at 10, get there at 9.50. Got to be there at 10. Uh, show up at 9.30 if you can. Show up at 9.55. If you get there at 10.01, you're late. That's a Chris Rock. That's a Chris Rock. Uh, Julius Rock, I think, was their dad. Chris and Tony and Ketty and George Pops. And uh, I think uh, I think it was Julius. And one of their dad's mantras is, uh, ain't no such thing as early. It's on time and late, and and I was late and I was pissed. Fortunately, I had Pete Dominic's number, so I was able to text him and let him know that uh, traffic was uh, beast because um the the roads and the weather. But anyway, um, did that. I was supposed to do some. Uh, I think the comedy takeover on Sirius, but the host uh, called in sick because he had the flu. So I did one radio show. And we did just one 15-minute segment. So I'm already paranoid. Damn, I'm not going to sell out my shows. I always sell out on MLK Weekend, right? Nope. 
was afraid it wasn't going to happen. Then add to that, my man Donnell Rawlins, a.k.a. Ashley Larry, was headlining Caroline's. And add to that, that uh, the comedy Get Down starring D.L. Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, formerly uh, Charlie Murphy, rest in peace, uh, George Lopez, and Eddie Griffin was going to be at the Barclays Center on Friday night, the 12th. So that's a lot of good comedy going on. That doesn't even factor in the numerous comedy clubs throughout the city from stand-up New York to uh, uh, the, 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 you know, the Eastville Comedy Club, Greenwich Village Comedy Club, Comic Strip Live, uh, uh, New York Comedy Club, Caroline, you know, all these clubs, Caroline's had Donnell. So I'm thinking, damn. Y'all making it hard. Y'all got to make it hard for me to sell out these shows. I go, I put my poster up on Friday morning and I realized, damn, I don't have posters without Artie. So when I post the, uh, when I post the poster, I also, you know, mention in, in the comments, Artie is not going to be here because, uh, I don't even know if I said why he wasn't going to be there, but I just let it be known that Artie was not going to be present on the shows he wasn't going to be hosting yo i cannot tell you how many cats reached out hit me up uh hit me up saying yo yo could i host you got a host yet now mind you Artie and i discussed this four or five days ago the only reason i had had already uh posted and didn't take his name off the poster was because i posted it before he told me I, I knew he was, I just knew he was going to be on the shows with us. So this time when I posted, I wasn't going to put an X to his face, but I also didn't want people coming to the show expecting to see Artie and then not see him. So, you know, I, I put that comment and everybody was like, yo, um, you need that host? Now, son, this, this is, you know, this, this is for everybody. It's like, you gotta, you gotta use common sense, man. You have to figure that if I didn't, if I didn't have a host, if I already brought Harris and Audie on the show and have them booked, don't y'all think that I might already have someone lined up to fill in? And guess what? I didn't. But the club did. As soon as the club found out, I told Artie to do me a favor and call uh, the Gotham Comedy Club booker. Big up Sean and let him know he wasn't going to be able to make it because I knew Sean would immediately find uh, someone to, to fill in for Artie, you know, to take his place. Even though Artie's irreplaceable, the show must go on. And, but, you know, I could, there were a couple of people I could have, you know, I had in mind to, to uh, ask Toast. But keep in mind, I was rushing trying to get to the airport on Monday morning. Uh, to fly out of Denver with fears that our flight was going to get canceled. I didn't have time, and I was still processing that Artie wasn't going to be on the show. So I was disappointed. I was like, man, let 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 them handle it. I don't feel like dealing with this. So was I upset that people were asking? Partially not. I don't think I'm, you know, I'm not really offended that people asked me, um, Asked me to to get on the show and fill in. Uh, I already had promised a guest spot um, on on the uh, shows. 
I actually pr- promised two guest spots. Normally, I don't. Normally, I don't uh, like giving... Or that's not true. I give guest spots, but it's usually to someone that, uh, you know, um, is expecting it or what have you. But because, uh, well, two people. One was uh, was a network. One was the, uh, uh, you know, um, I'm showcasing for this this uh, this show tonight. It's on my man Paul up at True TV. He asked me, he requested if I could, uh, you know, give some burn to one of the comics that was um, that was doing the guest spot that was going to be in sit in the city that was going to be uh, showcasing for him. So I said, you know what? I know it's like I remember those days when you go to the city and you're just looking to get on anywhere you can get on. So I said, you know what? Boom, I got you. But I had also previously promised I met um, or re-met this cat, uh, Christian Ramirez, um, at uh, at, at uh, Mike and Ayana's, uh, they they have the, the hippo comedy um, on Thursday nights. And some was funny. And I was like, yo. And I like, I, I, let me tell you, I like giving cats burn. You know, I I have no problem giving cats burn just because I know what it's like to be, you know, that young buck and and, and being hungry and wanting to get some mainstream burn and, and clubs that you might not work consistently. So I, I was taking a page out of Keith Robinson's book and and doing my best to look out. But because only because Christian had reached out and sent me a message saying, yo, you remember you said I was like, oh, shoot, I did. So I'm going to give you a, 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 a Friday night spot um, because I already gave out the uh, late show on Saturday spot um, to to uh, my man Keon Peel out of uh, out of the out of the out of the area. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Who sounds like they busted a, a meaner one? <laughs> e40 or Snoop? You got Snoops? Ah, oh, ah. Oh. Or E forty I think I, yeah, I think Snoop sounds like he enjoys his book. Oh, 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 like that? Oh, where E forty just sounds like he's done. Like ew, ew. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's disgusting. All right. So anyway, uh, to say the least. I, I had those guys on. A couple people reached out, asked if they could get on. One one comic actually said, "You know what? But will they? You know, they mentioned the sexual favor." I was actually taken aback. Not only taken aback, I was a little offended because if if you want me to respect, especially given the climate of what's going on in comedy, so not just in comedy, but in entertainment in the world in general, this whole hashtag Me Too movement. Uh, where men are getting checked on their um, their their sexual misconduct and, and uh, abusing their power for for sexual favors, I'm not I'm not you ain't catching me out there, and that's not to say that the comic that that uh you know made such a um, an offer would 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 try to turn it around and and do you know put throw me under the bus or say or. Uh, Say I I use my position of power for any uh, gain of any sort. I just I was offended because I was like, yo, if I'm if I respect you as a comic, 
and I have uh, I have given you burn on different shows. Look, part of me is like, well, I gave you burn on different shows, and you ain't do that offer before. <laughs> no, but real talk. If I if I if if I gave you um, burn before, I respect you comedically. So why would you taint that? by offering some form of a sexual favor. You know, that's just, that, that kind of bugged me. Um, and that's, that's for anybody, anybody male or female out there, you, got, you know, you got to say, why are you doing this? Why are you in this? Are you in this because you want to be famous? You in this because you want to you wanna be funny and you want to get better and you want to inspire some people? I want to inspire people, man. I want people to, like, come to a show like, yo, I had people come up to me after the show this past week and they're like, man, that, that was amazing. Oh man, that was I, I, one. One woman said, "I was. I, I'm gonna be honest. I never heard of you, but I am a fan. That was that was the best comedy show I had. I get. I get that. That's how your boy gets down. I get a bunch of people saying things like that. That's it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing for somebody to tell me that I'm amazing. I know this. No, I'm just playing. No, I'm not. But you know what I mean. Yeah, you are. No, okay, all right. Anyway, um, you know, so uh. So if if you believe, if you have faith in yourself, you have faith in your talent, you have faith in God and faith in the spirit of the universe to move you and put you in the right places. Don't sell yourself short, man. Don't sell yourself short on what you know you can do and what you know your value is by offering up your body. So what? Everybody, everybody got body. There are bodies out there that are better than yours and worse than yours. It's what, what are you going to do on, on that stage, man? And what you're doing on that stage, show and prove up there, you know. Don't nobody care about your oral skills, you know. Yeah, this uh, this just got, what if, what if I said it, that whole last run like this in the sexy voice, you know, as much as uh, I am a man, but I'm a married man, yeah. So you keep your, your, your oral copulation to yourself, all right, all right, <laughs> yeah. Gio, and speaking of um this this uh sexual misconduct, I woke up yesterday. Aziz Ansari now word, that's that's what everybody is uh on now. They're now saying that Aziz, um from the article I read, actually Veronica Mo- Veronica Mosley, very funny uh comic, new mom but funny comic. Um, I don't know why I added that. I guess because anytime someone takes time to create and build a family, I I give them that much more respect because I know how hard it is just to be an artist, let alone live a life at the same time. It's a challenge and it's a balance, but it is possible. So, um, yeah, Mosley, you know, I saw she posted something. So, you know, you follow you follow a couple of posts and then you go and do the paper trail, and I text her, I said, yo, is this, this is real, this is what people are saying this about Aziz, and sure enough, she, she, she sent me the article, which I didn't want to read, I just told, I, I put, I then googled Aziz myself to see what people were saying, and the long story short is, there's a woman, met him at a uh, Emmy after party, he wasn't really paying her any attention, she kept pushing up on him, she uh, eventually got his attention. He exchanged info. And that's the thing. That goes to a, a joke um, that I have, ladies, where for any women that are listening, you have to understand that, you know, men like women. And even if a man's not interested, if you keep pushing up on him, eventually he's going to say, all right, well, let's see what happens. 
Because that's that's how the man, that's how the male mind is 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 built. He's ignoring it. He might be saying, you know what? I I just came out here to you know enjoy the party. Oh, but here she comes. She's working on my force field. She's she's trying to knock my force field down. And eventually she uh eventually she did. And eventually he um they they exchanged info. They went on a date. Um they went back to uh his crib and he he gave it sounded very Mike Tyson. He he gave her oral stimulation and then when he wanted more she told him no, and he still was tr- attempting to pursue it. It could have just been verbally, from what what it sounds like, what it, what it read like. He kept saying, "Ah, maybe." She was like, "No," and then at night ended. She sent her on her way in a cab, what have you, Uber. And then the next day, she hits him with, "You know, I I didn't I didn't I I didn't like how that went down." He's like, "Huh? <laughs> That'll wake you up real quick, won't it? Huh?" It's like, yeah, I just I just um I didn't feel. Like you were respected. He was like, oh, no, hey, yo, I'm, I'm down with the whole hashtag Me Too. I got a button. I warn, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to, uh, I ain't trying to get in trouble over nothing. I was just, you know, I was pushing up because I, I just had your vagina in my mouth. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with him hoping something else happened. And if she says no, fine. And he can say, no, well, you sure? We don't want it. She's like, no. All right, cool. I just, I thought that uh, I pleasured you. Maybe you could pleasure me. No? Okay. And Veronica pointed something out. I didn't even realize. I was like, yo, that's, that's, that's like the most horrific walk of shame because it might, I haven't even seen her. I don't know what she looks like. That's like serious walk of shame where it's like, yo, yo, you hit that? That's A. B. Your oral skills were that whack that she didn't want to do nothing else. Like there's so many ways that 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 uh could 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 go and be perceived. And Veronica Mosley pointed out that no matter how it's perceived, it looks like it looks bad on him. It's embarrassing on him. And listen, I don't want anybody thinking that I'm I'm slut shaming or victim shaming and saying she should be ashamed. I'm just saying this whole the 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 movement the hashtag me too is is getting out of hand when now you're just pulling any and everybody into the vortex because uh, in Veronica's words which I first heard Dave Chappelle use it sounds like buyer's remorse sounds like it's not what you expected it to be and now now you're salty and if that's the case then you got to think about how did you how were you part of this you know what I mean? How did you contribute to this? Did you want to just be around famous guy that even though he kept ignoring you, you kept pushing up on him? And and listen, anyone that's listening to this, I'd like to hear your opinion. Let me know how you feel. I just the the general consensus um, that I've heard from people is people like Man, now, it's, now it's getting out of hand because unfortunately, what winds up happening is. Everybody then winds up um, being scrutinized for any and everything. And if you reverse that, right, could a man, how about this, could a man put all this business, get interviewed by someone and say, yeah, she, she gave me head, and then she was like, I, I, you know, I want to have sex. And I'm like, nah, 
And then she's like, no, but I just, I just, I, I made you feel wonderful. Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. <laughs> you know, I'm just, these are, these are, but these are questions that you have to ask yourself, man. These are questions that, uh, that one should, um, read, you can read the article online that I went on a date with Aziz. I didn't actually read that particular article just because I was like, I don't want these cats getting my click. So they can charge revenue. Um, uh, yeah, here's, here's Veronica answered the question. She said, can you imagine being put on blast like that? Or a man going online and saying she gave the worst blowjob? We'd never hear the end of it. And she and, and a woman says to me, me, hashtag me too is going too far. So, and it made me wonder. I said, you know, it's, 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 it's a great time. Uh, for women to feel empowered it's a great time for for women to galvanize and make changes um i think all all movements that can um um partner together for for uh changes that affect all of us is is a positive thing you know and I hope that the hashtag Me Too movement also works with the hashtag Black Lives Matter movement. I just find it interesting that I'm hearing more women come forward and, and talk about the hashtag Me Too, but not as many coming forward with Black Lives Matter too. And I have a joke about that, that they should have called it Black Lives Matter too, like a sequel, Black Lives Matter too. Because one time wasn't enough. They do matter again and again and again. You know, I, I, I know Black Lives Matter. Um, every, everyone from Agent Orange 45 to many of his cronies have, have called Black Lives Matter a terrorist organization. Just because they've called um, Colin Kaepernick uh, unpatriotic and offensive to veterans when a veteran is the one that told him to take a knee in, in the form of silent protest but to still respect those that are honoring the flag all he wanted to do was bring attention to the what what seemed like a um an epidemic of police officers shooting un, unarmed black people specifically black males but some black women as well sandra blonde um, and she rest in peace, you know. And so as a as a black male, I, I want people to maintain an awareness that you can support both. You can support Me Too movement, you support Black Lives Matter movement because they all are meant to uh, bring people together on one accord and bring people, um, bring, bring change so that there's awareness. There's an awareness around you know, all of the uh, sexual misconduct that was happening, not only in Hollywood, but just in the workplace in general. Hollywood, we're hearing a lot of it because a lot of these people are, are renowned. They're, they're, they're world-renowned. They're famous. And so if you can attach a face to it and attach a name that you're familiar with to it, whether it's Harvey Weinstein to, to Kevin Spacey, who's not, who he didn't, he, he was, he was uh well shoot not only sex, sexual misconduct but um I mean this um some it's was it pedophilia you know he was he was accosting a minor years ago 
So maybe he's cured, but still you were trying to push up on a 14-year-old, son. I loved, loved you as Kaiser Soze. I just watched Seven again. Great actor, but there's a sickness there, you know. Um, anyway, wow, this just got so serious, didn't He got so serious. Why did he get so serious? I don't know, Dean. Stop being so serious. Woo! So I, I'm on, you know, if I had to choose, choose sides, I'm, I'm more on Team Aziz with that one. Uh, didn't tell you about Gotham. Yo, Gotham, we sold out. Friday night, the, the shows were packed. Um, my, my daughters came out to the show. They, they couldn't watch Uncle Harris. Sorry. Sorry, Uncle Harris. Harris was like, oh, so you can watch you, but they can't watch me? Uh, yeah, Harris. I don't want them hearing about fart porn. Did y'all know that's a thing? Look it up. Google fart porn. Then you will see it's an actual thing. Fart porn. Hooray! Uh, yeah, so... Uh, and then Saturday... Saturday, um... I checked the site, man, and, and saw the tickets were... Uh, the 8 p.m. show was not listed. I was like, I think we're sold out. Yo, we sold out uh, with, with minimal, hardly any media, with the exception of my man Pete Dominic's show... Uh, any in-studio media, I should say, because they did a lot of print. It was MLK weekend. And, um, yeah, we sold out um, the 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. I was very happy about that. Set goals, man. I set goals. I said, you know, I said to myself, I want to sell out at least two. And we did that. Next time, I want to sell out all four. And, and big up to the crowd that came out to the late show. That late show was fire. I had a, I had a blast on that uh, on that late show, man. Um, it was we yeah we did five shows five wonderful wonderful shows it was a blast it were a blast um and, and big up to you know comics that uh came through um doing guest spots or uh, even my man James Glow who always just comes out to support got to work a bunch of new material the suicide materials working. <laughs> It's funny to say the suicide, the uh, funeral and cremation material is working, you know, especially since. And I told people, I said, listen, my my uh, my youngest uh, sibling passed away. And so this was my joke and I'm sure they'd appreciate it, you know, and because uh, we were talking about, you know, it's illegal to uh, dump ashes in New York City or New York State to, to spread ashes of a deceased uh, person. Or just deceased, I guess. This well, it's not illegal to spread ashes from your cigarette, but you do have to stay in the uh, cigarette smoking uh, zone, I, I suppose. Um, yeah, man, it was it was a great weekend. Staff over there at Gotham, always a lot of fun. Why people are so surprised when you when you t- I I I tipped out um, the entire staff. Not a lot, but you know you give everybody five dollars, it, it it adds up and. They they appreciated it, so I was I, I was very happy about that. I'm not dealing with uh, this fool talking, t- saying that uh you know uh, why are we dealing with these ish whole countries with Haiti and um, where where else did he say? You say Haiti and and parts of uh, Africa. I was like, dude, what are you doing? I actually turned I had to turn my TV off. I had to turn my TV off. Read a book. I was like, nah, I'm, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Also, uh, do we care about um, Ali Sheedy and James Franco? 
Alicita wrote this cryptic tweet where she mentioned while watching the Golden Globes, James Franco's there. Ugh, we turned my TV off. And then she put like a hashtag me too. Now here's the problem. If if you are famous, Harris actually just posted something on uh on Twitter about that. If you're famous, man, and you have people following you, you gotta you gotta you gotta be careful what you say, man. You can't just throw things out there in the in the uh, internets and expect no one's gonna see them because you send it at whatever crazy hour. People see it, people screenshot, people send it. And the implication is that James Franco did something. What? We don't know, but he did something. And it's implied that when you use Me Too, it is implied that he did something where he uh, performed uh, some form of sexual misconduct or he, he uh, acted in an inappropriate manner. And maybe it's true, maybe it isn't, but... Don't do not do this vague crap. Either say what you said, say what you meant, or don't say it. Don't, don't play this whole Pandora's box, this mystery. Am I going to say anything about it? If you got some dirt, say it. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Also go along with Me Too. It sounds like I'm coming down on Me Too. I'm really not. Um, I don't think this is probably not the popular stance to take, but... I do not think that um, Mark Wahlberg should have been vilified into uh, turning over his $1.5 million salary just because his agent negotiated his, his, his value. Um, that's just me. So to, to give you um, to give you a... Uh, some background for anyone that doesn't know, um, um, you know, this, the, the whole time's up. Um, so I guess they were reshooting this movie, All the Money, because Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey, you can't, Kaiser, Kaiser, Sauzer, you can't escape from Kaiser, Sauzer. Kevin Spacey uh, was in this film, this Ridley Scott directed film, All the Money. And he obviously they they were going to can the entire project, but they decided to reshoot it with, I think, Christopher Plummer in Kevin Spacey's role. So in order to reshoot, Michelle Williams said, you know what, whatever it takes, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, And she said she'd do it for whatever scale was, which was a thousand dollars. Mark Wahlberg. His his agent negotiated. He he wasn't. He's like my time is money. You gotta pay me. I have value, and they they said we'll pay you one point five million dollars. I don't understand what what the problem is. Why everyone's mad at Mark Wahlberg? You should be mad at the agent. Oh, and, and keep in mind that Wahlberg and Williams, the WW is like Eminem but upside down. The WW, uh, they both are rep by William Morris Endeavor Agency. One of one of the biggest um, entertainment agencies in in the world. Both probably have different agents. I'm guessing that Michelle Williams' agent might have been let go recently. Uh, perhaps. Um, but look, I'll, I'll just read uh, this one article. the The actor M- Michelle Williams welcomed uh, 
Wahlberg's decision to pay a check for the reshoot. He said his donation uh, was set up to help fund accusers of sexual harassment and abuse, and it would be made in the name of Michelle Williams. She was reportedly paid $1,000 for reshoots, which were necessary after Ridley Scott, the director, replaced Kevin Spacey in the lead role of J. Paul Getty with Christopher Plummer in less than two months before the film's world premiere. Spacey was the subject of a number of accusations of sexual misconduct, the first by actor Anthony Rapp, who alleged he was 14 when Spacey sexually harassed him. Initially, Scott told The Guardian all actors involved did reshoots for free. Days later, anonymous sources told USA Today that uh, Wahlberg was paid $1.5 million and Williams less than $1,000. Now, I also have to put out there, I, because I believe Michelle Williams is Oscar-nominated, but she's never done a Transformer movie. And so... Mark Wahlberg's value as an actor is going to be higher than Michelle Williams. That's to me, that's the equivalent of saying The Rock and Tiffany Haddish, um, Tiffany, who I'm friends with, The Rock, who who I was cool with when we did SNL. Um, the Rock's movies have all overperformed. Tiffany's movies actually have overperformed. Um, her recent movie, but she's she's done a couple of other things. Um, uh, lot, what was that joint with Lil Bow Wow? I'm sorry, Chad. Lottery Ticket. You know, I think she was in Lottery Ticket or uh, 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 Janky Promoters, right? She was in Janky Promoters as a, as a wait, as a, a maid or something for the hotel. So Tiffany's earning value and her potential. She should, She's not getting paid the same as a rock. She's getting paid more now than she was a year ago because Tiffany's on fire right now. And I'm happy for that. But she's not getting whatever $15, $20 million paycheck that The Rock is getting. And therefore, this begs the question, why do people think that Michelle Williams should get the same amount as Mark Wahlberg? I'm not being anti-woman. I think she should earn, she should have earned more than $1,000, but her agent should have negotiated more. And the industry should pay women the equal amount, equal salaries um, as their male counterparts. But if you go to, matter of fact, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go because I don't want anybody to uh, box office mojo, right? I'm going to go to box office mojo right now. And I'm going to put in uh, Mark Wahlberg because you can uh, Wahlberg. How do you spell Wahlberg? Is it Wahlberger? Did I spell it right? No, I did not because it said uh, it said no articles found. So I know it's W-A-H-L. Come on, people. Help a, help, help a brother out. It's Wall. Okay, it's Berg. It's E-R-G. And I went U-R-G, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, let's see. Person view. So let's see. All of his movies, let's see, lifetime gross total. His movies have grossed $2.8 billion, almost $2.9. We can just roll up $3 billion, right? So his, his movies, his movies average a gross of $70 million, right? And this is out of 41 movies. But I see, let's see, Daddy's Home, Transformers, 
Daddy's Home 1, Transformers, Lone Survivor, Ted, The Other Guys, The Departed, good movies, The Italian Job, Planet of the Apes, Wolf. Remember that remake? The the Tim Burton version? Um, The Perfect Storm. Okay, so he son has a handful of uh, a handful of uh, hundred million dollar of box office um, successes, some major box office successes. Now let's see, Michelle Williams. I'm going to put this in, and I'm only doing this not to say that women don't deserve the same around, amount as men, because they do, but because movies are based on based on. Uh, Let's see. Okay. Movies are based on... Now, she she's about 13 films shy of how many movies uh, Mark Wahlberg has done. So that's A. He, I think it said he did 42. She's done 29. Uh, add to that her movies, her lifetime gross. Let me see if I see. Okay. She's Oz the Great and Powerful. That made $234 million. Shutter Island made $128 million and those are the only two movies and then i'll round up brokeback mountain that's 83 million but let's say that made 100 million so she has three bona fide hits but then there are a bunch of other indie fair from wonderstruck made a million certain women made a million take this walls i don't know any of these movies meeks cut off uh damn mammoth says it made nine thousand five hundred eighty dollars Woo. okay uh, where the wild things are, they made seventy-seven million. So, but she's an actor's actor, right? She's she's not she's not acting with green screen and that's and it's not to say she's not as talented an actor or actress. Probably some would say she's more talented um, than Mark Wahlberg as an actor. Um, I don't like getting in into who's better because. You know, a lot of things can be uh, factored into uh, how good of an actor you are. The the project you're involved in being one of them. You know, um, she's she's obviously clearly she prefers indie fare and likes likes doing movies that challenge her as an as an actress. You know. The Greatest Showman, she's in that. That's actually ninety-eight million. So she's about to, she's about to have another four. So she had like five. I'll say I rounded two of those, two or three of those. But she, she has a strong five hit movies, right? And all this, all this drama about this movie, All the Money in the World, is is been out um, about three weeks. It's only made twenty-three million dollars. So you know, it wasn't gonna make a bunch of money anyway. Matter of fact, it says it's made $23 million and Mark Wahlberg getting $1.5 million. That shows one of the um, disparities in Hollywood is, is how much money they spend on actors and don't necessarily get the return. You know what movies get their return on? Black movies. Black movies like Girls Trip. Uh, you know, jeez. Uh, uh, um, oh, From Friday to... to New Jack City, the, the Boys in the Hood. Most black films are considered independent films. All of Tyler Perry's movies pretty much turn a profit, right? Because black movies, they, 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 anytime a black movie performs well, they hit it with that, wow, we didn't give you a lot of uh, money to make that movie, and we certainly didn't 
you know, give you the, the most um, as far as publicity, your movie's only in, you know, 1,200 uh, movie theaters instead of 2,800 movie theaters. And this movie still made all of this money, right? Girls Trip, Girls Trip made, I think it was the number one comedy uh, of 2017, uh, made 115 million. Like girls trip made 150 million. Do y'all ever check out um check out Box Office Mojo? It gives you some some interesting insight. Um Girls Trip it says the production budget was 19 million, which is super cheap. Movies nowadays average probably 25, 30 million to make. But but Girls Trip proves that you can make a good movie um and and uh and not spend not break your back producing the movie. And then if you add another 10 to 20 million for for promo, you know, to promote, they usually, I think the average, whatever you spent on the production budget, they'll spend about that much to uh, to advertise the movie. So say say they spent $40 million, the movie, movie made $115 million, so they made a $75 million profit, right? They made a $75 million profit, and let's see what other movies, um, <laughs> what, uh, what other movies, if I, if I can... Uh, I, I know I I know I'm on a tangent. I know I'm on a tangent. Um but let's see. Girls Trip came out 721. Uh let's see the uh, Dunkirk was out. Valerian and the City of Planets. Did anybody see that? Ho ho. Look, now Girls Trip was released in 2591 theaters. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets was put in 3553 uh theaters girls trip production project 19 million made 115 million valerian and the city of a thousand planets uh production budget 177 million point two million 177.2 million dollars to uh to produce this movie so let's say they spent another 100 million let's just say 50 they spent another 50 million uh to promote this movie they spent 200 <laughs> 220, 22, is it 222? No, 227 uh, million dollars on this movie. This movie, domestic total, gross 41 million. My point is that the 75 million that the company made off of a girl's trip, they then have to use to recoup the money they're never going to make on movies like Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. And so back to my original point, Michelle Williams should have definitely gotten more than a thousand dollars when 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 an agent negotiates a contract they do what's called favored nations um then that has to be uh known across the board for everyone if and that's and sometimes an agent will do that okay well you know my client will take take a thousand dollars if it's favored nations is everyone getting a thousand dollars because if if you're only paying a thousand and everyone's coming together because we want this movie to come out and be be a hit, then my client will do it. But someone at William Morris dropped the ball because they should have been aware that two of their clients were in this movie and one was getting paid one point five million while another was getting eighty dollars a day. Right? That's the problem. Uh and that, and that's not a that's not a me too problem. That's a problem within the agency. Now the me too problem would be if uh, if hmm, I'm trying to think who okay like a James Franco. 
Like if James Franco, since he's in the news, if James Franco was was currently was if he was in that movie with her, he has a similar. People look at him more as a, a leading man slash character actor. He he does some of these uh, small indie movies as well. You know what? I can I can look up his uh, James Franco. Let's see. I can look up his his uh, his movies lifetime domestic grosses. And his movies, okay, and, and he has, uh, okay, he has 42 uh, films. All right, well, maybe he's not the best one to, uh, to use. <laughs> because his movies have grossed $2.2 billion. But you know what? He has, he has a couple of, uh, damn, okay. Yeah, he has Spider-Man, he has Spider-Man 2, he has Spider-Man 3. Okay. All right, yeah. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Oz the Great and Powerful, this is the end. If if not for the if, if not for the Spider-Man franchise. <laughs> if not for, for the Spider-Man franchise, then you you'd probably lose, let's see, for seven. That's that's you'd lose at least a billion. You'd lose over over a billion in that. You'd probably lose like 1.5. Billion. So I think he and Michelle Williams, aside from that minor amount of money <laughs> difference, uh, they're equally compared. And then that's where you say, okay, well, you know what? What's Franco getting? My client should get around the same amount as Franco. That's all I'm saying, people. I don't want anybody to think that I'm saying women should not get their deserved their deserved salaries because I am a black male. I feel like uh, black men don't get this, don't earn the same. As uh, as it well, I think there's a it's, it's I think it's uh, white men, black men, white women, black women. I think that's the orders for the hierarchy of earning, so to say. Um, wow, we got kind of serious, didn't we? Woo, that was heavy. Anyway, you know, um, uh, I, I got some things to do, man. <laughs> but y'all, I'm in Rochester this weekend. I want to send a big shout out to um, everybody that, that came out um, and supported me uh, and uh, Harris at Gotham Comedy Club. Thanks for making it such a successful weekend. Um, I'm looking forward to Rochester. My boy uh, General's cooking for us, so I'm, I'm excited. I am excited about that. And hey, yo, are we going to do it again? I told y'all I'm, I'm doing my best to maintain a consistency. I know I'm going away at sea. Uh, I think next episode we have my man Rick Younger is coming in next week. He's going to talk to us about um, uh, Mean Girls on Broadway. It's been a while since Rick was here, so I'm looking forward to having him. He actually uh, hit me up and said, y'all want to come do it again? I was like, let's let's lock it. Lock out and rock out, baby. All right, so all love. Two fingers, man. Let me know your thoughts, you know, in the comment section, both on uh, on iTunes and SoundCloud. Y'all know how we do it. And I appreciate y'all. If y'all ain't fan, y'all a fan. You know what I mean? And uh, big up, big respect. It's your man, Dean Edwards, for the Monkey Protocol. I am Dean Edwards because you know that's who I am. Appreciate y'all. And we'll scream at y'all next week, all right? All love, two fingers. Peace.